the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. You like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton from Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by co-host Don Dix, a chapter leader of the Act for America chapter in Corona, a nationwide national security organization. I don't know about you, Don. I am still on cloud nine from the national results uh, just, um, just the previous week here, and also I'm having a good time watching the, all these little lefties throw temper tantrums. It is, it is a great time and a fascinating time to be involved in politics. Donald Trump's election means life will be restored to its factory settings. The pronouns used in colleges across the country restored to their factory settings of he, she, it, him, her, they. No more of this. And that's just she. one person, by the way. Right. The the. Uh, the, the Politically correct language, we can finally look forward to possibly resetting that, our language in this country, back to its factory settings. Although to deal with the California results, I've, had, I've I got a puppy and a coloring book. I know. Yeah, we have a lot to really, we have a lot of work ahead of us, quite frankly, here in California to help us dissect and pick apart the skeletal remains of the conservative party in California is journalist, invest, uh, political journalist, Katie Grimes. She writes for the Flash Report. She is stationed inside the communist barrier of Sacramento and does a lot of her work out of that area. Katie Grimes, welcome to the Unite Inland Empire radio show. Thank you, Don and Greg. It's great to have you with us on this, uh, you know, on this auspicious occasion. Um your thoughts on the national uh, picture before we dive into what we need to do to right the ship here in California, if it even can be. Yeah, if it can be. Good question. Well, I just say it's a great day in America, and tomorrow will be, and the next will be, and things are looking up. Um, I'm, I've had a hard time wiping the smile off my face, too. It is great, and it's great. I understand you had a little bit of uh, fallout in the in your hood. You have a flag that uh, had an ugly meeting with some anti-Trump people. Yes, apparently so. Or it's, it's I have a, a Navy Jack, a traditional Navy Jack flag that hangs on my house. My son is a deployed soldier. He's with the Navy, and um, it is his recommendation that we hang this flag. Well, he, you know, we asked him what to put up, and it's a flag that the Navy uses. They, they fly them on their commissioned ships. Um, well, somebody decided they didn't like it the other day and tried to burn it. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah. We, ha- we had similar uh, property abuse happen down here in the Inland Empire. Uh, at our monthly Unite IE meeting this past Monday, someone who was at the – establishment we shall say that hosts our monthly meeting showed us a picture of his white pickup truck someone had spray painted 
with F blank, blank, blank Trump. And, you know, that people would do this is just can you imagine, Katie, all the stuff that we see happening all across the country right now? The sign outside Trump Tower, rape Melania. Can you imagine if this had been reversed? Yes. Yes. I mean, if yeah, we know how America would have reacted. Not just the, the media, I yeah, should say. Exactly. Well, it's, you know, on the left, you can do practically whatever you want to, and if you're acting out your feelings, you know that, that that's just fine. And I think that's yeah. I think that's maybe part of of why Donald Trump won. I think so too. I think people are very very tired of being told by people with very squishy feelings that we're not considerate enough or we're boorish or we're bullies or because we just go to work every day, we work hard, we raise nice families, we tell it like it is, and we're sick of the feelings crowd. What do you think Donald Trump's victory means for California? Is, is California liberalism going to get reined in at all or are they just going to go their own way? Well, I don't know if California liberalism is going to get reined in, but I can tell you that some of California's most egregious policies will be reined in because of some of the um, uh, promises he's made on the federal level. One of the examples is, um, you know, Jerry Brown's precious global warming climate change um, laws, which are highly dubious anyway. Many of them are, frankly, unconstitutional. Um, but Donald Trump has promised and already set into play uh, kind of a dismantling of the uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, which does nothing to protect the environment anymore and does more to terrorize businesses around the country. And this will greatly, greatly impact um, our carbon trading and our cap and trade system. Um, I'm hoping it all just comes crashing down because of it. Well, I think they hoped that they would that, that uh, the federal government was going to impose a similar regime on the rest of the country. Yeah, and that's that, what they wanted. They yeah. tried. And now, and now that's that's that may go that may is likely to go by the wayside. So California will be out there alone with this yes. um, onerous uh, higher energy cost scheme imposed on its economy that's not imposed on other states. Correct. And the other thing that's happened is Jerry Brown has entered into, frankly, illegal treaties with foreign governments. States are not allowed to do that. It is only governments, only you know, nations can do that. And we are in a couple of treaties with Quebec and uh, British Columbia for our, a cap and trade system. And I think that we will see the federal government um, uh strong arm our governor appropriately on that what so so yeah donald trump came out of the box strong on this whole area by appointing a guy by the name of myron ebel i think ebel uh as the uh individual to oversee the transition team for Mm -hmm. specifically the epa and he we had dr bonner cohen on our daily show here uh, earlier this week, who was oh, excellent. just raising the, the, the flag of, of, I don't know. He was extremely happy about this particular appointment because... Yes, so am I. Are you? Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy about this. Yes. Um, the left is calling Myron Ebel one of the biggest climate change deniers in the country, which ought to make everybody very, very happy. Absolutely. Right. It's just like when they attacked Stephen Bannon so viciously that you know that must have been a good choice. Exactly. That's 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 our barometer these days, isn't it? 
So and the, what, what, go ahead. The, you being in the media, one of the things that fascinates me is as much as Donald Trump had done to expose the media and their outright bias, if not collusion, as we now know, based on oh, WikiLeaks, yeah. that they are just doubling down on this. They are not even letting up. They're not even, in fact, you know, on the one hand, the New York Times issued an apology letter for not... You know, being barely, as, barely right. But then, yeah. But but now it's it, they've doubled down. Right. Yeah. Now they're doubling down on their lies too. That's what's so disgusting. I mean, I see it with my. Uh, I get the Sacramento Bee here in in Sacramento. Right. It's supposed to be the newspaper of record for the legislature, and they too are doubling down on the lies. It's. Um, it makes you wonder where they're all getting their funding because we know. I mean, I watch the. Uh, I watch the stock prices and I watch what's happening to the McClatchy papers particularly, and uh, they're not doing well financially. It, it, it is beyond me how these papers continue to turn a profit. I know that uh, Univision is laying off 200 people, but I don't know if that was as a result of Are they ramping. legal or illegal? I don't know, but, but <laughs> it's unclear as to whether or not they're just laying off people because they ramped up for the election, and now they're just trimming that back, or if they're genuinely concerned about... Uh, the future, um, but speaking. Well, of the, I, go ahead. Oh, I've been told. I've been told that Univision's been hurting financially for a long time. So whatever they say in public is probably not accurate. Gotcha. Well, we want to get into California, and we got to take a break yeah. right now. So we've got Katie Grimes, who's a uh, uh, a well known and important fixture in the journalism in, in the accurate journalism picture here in California, uh, on the phone with us. And we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor for this half hour, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation. And it is a great patriot and the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Katie Grimes and the bad news of California politics after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Moreno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all of Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower. Two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday, 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. And again, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by California DRE. Broker license number 01147747. And California Financers Lenders license number 603K610. Licensed by the California Department of Business Oversight number 603K610. NMLS 9873. AM 590. The answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. We have a tremendous guest on the line that's going to help us, uh, you know, really sort through what the heck is going on in California. Katie Grimes, she writes for the Flash Report, had a great article out recently. Right, the most important question facing California Republicans and conservatives is Texas Arizona, Nevada, or Belize? Where do we move to? <laughs> oh, oh, guys, don't. As much as I, uh, uh, I, I hate the cost of living here, I still think it's worth fighting for. And uh, it's almost like a good versus evil thing with me now. 
Um, so I still hold out hope for California. I'm it's like just you. a little dim right now. I'm yeah. like you. I mean, there's a certain amount of, I don't know, there's, there, I'm dr- like a moth to the flame. I'm drawn to this fight. Because I've yeah. always believed in, I've always liked the underdog. It's been my favorite bet ever. Um, just because I like underdogs, I like the stories when the underdogs win. And we had a classic underdog story here yeah. with our election. We did, and one of the things that excited me so much about it, while it was happening, and believe me, it made me very unpopular with some of my political and media friends. Um, I liked the fact that we had a citizen running for office and we don't see a lot of citizen representation anymore. And yes, he's Donald Trump, you know, the, the, you know, mega millionaire, but still he's a citizen. And, um, you know, when he says it's time to blow up the boxes and drain the swamp, a citizen knows what that means. When we hear that kind of rhetoric from politicians, it's just that. It's rhetoric. Rarely does a politician ever drain the swamp. And I think that's a more important glass ceiling that Donald Trump broke than the yeah. glass ceiling that Hillary was attempting to break just because she was a woman. Forget about her policies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hillary's campaign was just it was just horrid. It just didn't resonate with anybody except 69 year old white women. Um you know, nobody, nobody likes her. Nobody, she, you know, frankly, she's a deplorable and her politics are awful and she didn't have anything to offer the country. She wanted to be president. That was her campaign. Right. Okay. But, but let's, but let's remember here is that she did win thanks to the states like California. She did win the popular vote and the margin of that is about 108,000 votes flipped about 46 electoral votes. So that, it, it, I mean, it was that close in whether the country was going to continue over the precipice and, and its downward trend or whether we now with Donald Trump have a chance to save her. So, see, no one, I mean, really, I mean, no one likes her. That may be true, but they like, there's a lot of people that like the Democrat name or they're going to vote for the well, Democrat candidate regardless yeah. of who he or, he or she is. Well, let's back it up a little bit, too. The June primary in California was complete fraud. Bernie Sanders, all the polling leading up to the June primary in California showed that it looked like Bernie Sanders was going to win a landslide. And out of the blue, uh, voter fraud was being reported up and down the state. People from both parties, registrants from both parties reported showing up and being told, no, you're not a Republican or no, you're not a Democrat or, gee, uh, your name isn't here on the on the you know, the polls had been purged. Um, there was so much voter fraud, and it was done entirely not to disenfranchise Republicans. That was just cover. It was done to make sure Hillary won the June primary because she wasn't going to win it in California. And if she hadn't, it was a tipping point in her campaign. Well, so, you, so how, is it, how are they doing this voter fraud? Who's doing it? Well, uh, it's been done prior to this year um, more locally. Like Los Angeles County has horrific election fraud. And uh, thing, you know, the, the, the um, Voter Integrity Project has enumerated this for many, many years. And, and I've written about it. If you Google my name and election fraud, numerous stories will come up about how it's done, what was done. This time, and, and the June primary, this had to have come from the Secretary of State's office because people showed up at the polls with their sample ballot showing they were a registered Republican or a registered Democrat. Uh, A lot of people even carry their voter registration cards. And yet 
they get to the uh, their polling place and find out, oh, you're a no party preference. No. So it had to have been changed in the computer system. Yeah, we have people down here in Riverside County that experience the same thing. A lot of us were, as a result, checking up online to make sure we had not been flipped Mm -hmm. into one party or another or been tampered with. So in the greater context of California, you know, we we let let's list out real quickly what the challenges are for conservatives in California. You've mentioned one voter fraud. What what is another challenge that we have in California in uh, in taking this state back, if you will. In- Liberal voters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, uh, I hate to say it, but I believe that the California Republican Party is uh, right up there as one of our biggest problems. Now, um, we don't have a we don't have much of a Republican Party in this state right now. Why would you say that? What 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 is it that the California P- Republican Party either is or isn't doing that it should be in your assessment? Well, I don't see strong leadership. I don't see passion. I don't see money. Uh, and I don't see help for candidates up and down the state. Okay. Now, there's one thing that occurs to me. You bring up the California Republican Party. You've mentioned strong leadership and passion. I think that the, that typically the conservative message is the better, more accurate, more uh, – yes. Ultimately, the better for America, the conservative message ultimately serves us the best. And we're seeing that play out all across the country, except for California. I have yet to hear the California Republican Party articulate what that message is, why the new uh, new folks here in California, the people, 5000 people a month. What's the number of new citizens that are uh, that that are. Uh, registered as new citizens a month in uh, oh swearing-in ceremonies all across the state. It's I know it's in excess of 5,000 a month. Yeah, I, that's the number I've heard as well, and it's probably much higher than that, especially right now. Those people leave countries that are riddled yeah. with the policies of the left here in this I know. in this country. They're leaving it. How come we can't help them to understand that in a republic that the republicans have the better message? What's the what's the how are we losing that? Well, I can tell you that um, I don't think the we republicans and conservatives and and our organizers if you will are doing much of anything to reach out to you know new new arrivals newly minted citizens um if you go to any of the swearing in ceremonies um around the state there are tables and tables of democrats there to snag these people and register them to vote occasionally you'll see a a republican table um one and um, and it's always, you know, volunteers of the Republican Women Federated who do it. And they can't do it all. I agree. We need to take another commercial break here for Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. More with Katie Grimes in California politics after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Moreno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all Southern California and Arizona. 
Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower. Two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday, 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. And again, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Right here on AM590, The Answer. Licensed by California DRE. Broker license number 01147747. And California Financers Lenders License number 603K610. Licensed by the California Department of Business Oversight number 603K610. NMLS 9873. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, where we celebrate the national results of uh, giving America a chance to succeed and recover under Donald Trump and the uh, rather dismal results in California. We have on the line with us Katie Grimes, a guru and reporter on California politics, uh, giving us the bad news. And we're trying to figure out, is there a path to, uh, to victory and, and, reco- and restoring and recovering California? What do you think, Katie? Is, 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 is there a chance here, or are we, or are we just – is California lost and we just need to uh, maybe wage a guerrilla war here, uh, figuratively speaking, against the uh, leftist onslaught? Well, I refuse to believe that California is lost. Uh, I think this is a, a temporary setback, albeit a very big one. Uh, Jerry Brown getting reelected as governor was probably one of the worst things that ever could have happened to this state. Uh, And it wasn't by a mistake, let me tell you. Uh, But I do believe we can overcome it. Um, But it's going to take a lot of hard work by conservatives and Republicans, and it's going to take money. I do think, though, that now that we have not just a a new fresh face, new Republican who will be in the White House and the Republican Congress and and, House and Senate, uh, that's bodes very, very well for our state as well. I think it's going to uh, embolden Republicans, sincere Republicans, sincere conservatives in this state to maybe feel like we have a shot again and and maybe we run better candidates instead of some of these squishies that have been in the state legislature helping the Democrats pass these horrible bills. Um, There's absolutely no excuse for California Republicans to help Democrats pass their agenda. I, that word emboldened, I feel that way. You know, we started off this, yeah. this half hour with what are, you know, what are, I feel like we've got the wind at our backs, that we have yeah. an opportunity. And I think it, you can sum it up by we as conservatives need to become better organized. We need to take lessons from the left and what they've done on everything from social media to voter registration to messaging uh, to branding who we are and getting that bigger message out. And that's where in that last segment, you said that the California Republican Party party has fallen down on its job here if they were better strategically and tactically we might have a shot you know i totally agree with you don um and i I also think what what happened in california republican party politics is what was happening nationally um you know the the people spoke this election and it was kind of a throw the bums out message to um uh, you know, to the country. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that that message resonates with California Republicans. I think, you know, our our party people were not a lot different than the party people and the deeply entrenched, you know, Republican elites in Washington, D.C. Perhaps we need some fresh faces here in California also. See, but, 
You know, I mean, it's, it's great to be, you know, have the wind at our backs and we're going to fight and we're going to organize. I, but I think we have to be realistic as well. That and California is a is a lesson for every Republican and conservative in, in the state in the country because California is where it is politically primarily because of immigration. That that has changed well, the, the, the the Democrats have stacked the voting deck in their favor and <clears throat> you see that almost on all these issues on taxes on yes. which party on statewide elections it, they they vote Democrat even though many of these people if, if you're not part of the elite cult leftist liberals on the coast California is not doing well economically it has the highest no. cost of living p- poverty rate in, in the country there's higher energy prices there, there's not good jobs available yet yet many of these they just automatically vote Democrat because of ethnic, out of ethnic loyalty almost. Yeah, Latinos now equal the number of non-Hispanic whites essentially in California, um, despite net losses of, of, you know, millions of residents to other states. And unfortunately, California continues to grow mostly through illegal immigration and then their families, you know, the anchor babies. Um, yes, and we have 33% of the nation's welfare here in California, despite just 12% of the nation's population. Wow. And it's largely because of illegal immigrants coming to this state and just jumping on board with all of the entitlement programs. That's the first thing that's got to stop. That illegal immigrants are not entitled to entitlement. And I think we're going to see these changes with Donald Trump. I hope you're right. There is never enough time, Katie Grimes. Thank you so much for being with us for the first half hour of our show. You can follow Katie on Twitter at Katie Sack Citizen. Uh, Go out and boost her Twitter followers. Uh, You can read her work in the Flash Report. Katie, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. Never enough time to explore the space of what's going on in California with Katie Grimes. We got to have her back, Greg, because there is so much we need to discuss about what needs to be done in order to get things going. And during the break, we opened up a conversation I just want to explore a little bit because... One of the things that occurred to me, um, you know, our engineer Gabriel asked me how long I've known Katie Grimes. And, and and I realized everybody that I know, with the exception of about two people in the Inland Empire, I have gotten to know since 2011 when I became involved with Act for America and became politically involved. And I would hazard a guess that for everybody that we know, that would be true for them as well, that aside from work colleagues family and you know some close friends that they've had for most of their lives that that would be true for most of the people we know as well that they got involved somehow in cal in politics because of what unfolded in 2008 well that's true and and there's comes a point if you remember the movie the matrix when um I forget the name, the character's name. He, he, he offers, you know, yo, the the Lawrence Fishburne character, Fishburne character, right, right, right. Offers him the red pill or the blue pill, right? And the blue pill, you go back to sleep. The red pill, you get to find out what's really happening. Yep. So when you take that proverbial red pill and you see what's happening to the country. You, you know, any, in my view, any patriot having understanding what's happening with the country cannot go back to sleep. You have to get involved and try doing whatever you can from where you are to try to save the country. And I wonder if that's a big reason why people don't pay attention, because innately, 
I wonder if if Republicans and maybe those that consider themselves to be conservatives think that they don't believe that they don't want to know more because if they know more, they're going to be feel the responsibility to do more, to actually do something. And it's going to be harder for them to turn their back on their state and country if they do know more. Well, I think that that was a part of the dichotomy with the uh, with the never Trumpers is it was, well, you know, Hillary Clinton would be bad, but it's not all that. It's not be all that bad. It's not going to be fatal. It's, you know, it's just, you know, one party comes in, the other party comes in, not a big deal. And then there are those of us who say, oh, no, no, it really is a big deal. And the country is on the verge of the precipice. Uh, it's, it's being fundamentally transformed. And we really need to get in there and fight as best we can to, to stop that. And, you know, my biggest, by the way, that was uh, our engineer just told me the name of that character in The Matrix is Morpheus. Right. Um, my biggest concern with a Trump victory, Greg, is that people would think that because Donald Trump is now the CEO of America, yeah. that they can yeah, wipe yeah. their hands and walk away and let Donald Trump do all the work from this point forward. And that is so not true, because if you have paid attention to this election, as most of our listeners, I'm sure the people that tune into this program know, this country is dealing with five or maybe even 10 decades of progressive uh, indoctrination of progressive conversion of the institutions of this country, be they entertainment, education, uh, government, foundations, even big, even big business is tends yeah. to be tends to be very liberally aligned. Disney, whether whether that's because they're liberals or because they think that's the way best way to make money and avoid problems with the government. Yeah, and you know, perfect example is look at the response of business, everything from sports franchises to businesses to North Carolina, just saying, we think bathrooms should be used by the biological, and that may be, uh, going back to my opening, when I said, you know, the nation's going to get restored to its factory settings, biological determination of who uses a bathroom, I think, is the best way to go. And that's all North Carolina did. They said men use the men's room, girls use the girls' room, women use the women's room, and let that be the rule of the land. And look at all the businesses that boycotted, the the sports franchises that pulled out, the musical, the entertainment uh, groups, everything from people like Bruce Springsteen to... Bono that said uh, no, thank you. And but a lot of these entertainment liberal entertainers were perfectly willing to go over to places like Bahrain, where right. they imprison or execute homosexuals. Where there are real human rights right. abuses, you know. And uh, yeah, exactly. Take that money, but no, they're gonna they're gonna take a stand on an issue that's a non-issue. It's about feeling good. It's, it, it it really is. So, you know what? My biggest concern was is that people will unplug and say, you know, Donald Trump, great. We're watching him dis side on everything like we mentioned in the first segment with Katie Grimes, uh, Meyer and Ebel, you know, being named as the transition uh, head of the transition effort for the EPA. EPA is one of the biggest rogue agencies that are in the government, and that organization needs to be dialed back. Do I want clean air and clean water? Absolutely. Do I want an organization, though, that monitors my use of the water that drains off my roof and tells me I can't put 55-gallon or 100-gallon or 200-gallon drums beside my house to collect my rainwater? 
Oh no, and, that, and that's one of the um, sort of underreported stories, even even in conservative media, is how the EPA is trying to tra- was trying under Obama trying to become an economic central planning agency with control over land, over water, and over energy. And do they really need a a, a militarized SWAT team? That was another. I mean, how many federal agencies, the FDA, the Department of Agriculture, were, were being militarized yeah. under Obama? And that, you know, I'm not a believer of I, I try and uh, ferret out what I call uh, those the things like um, Jade Helm that become flashpoints for. Uh, conspiracy believing conservatives. You know, I believe Jade Helm was nothing more than a realignment of military assets across the country. It was not, you know, President Obama getting ready to declare martial law in this country so he could have another four years. But the the reality is, organizations like the EPA. I don't think you need to be a you you, you can a conspiracy theorist to acknowledge that many of these organizations have. You know, now SWAT teams, basically, that are there to enforce like the FDA. You know, we had that story here in Santa Monica where you had a a store that was selling raw milk and, and, and armed FDA agents, you know, 30 of them descended on a store because their biggest transgression was selling raw milk. Come on. Right. The bigger the government. The smaller the citizens, so says uh, Dennis Prager. And the bigger the government, the less freedom there is. Right. Uh, the APA, and this will go by the wayside most likely, was uh, proposing a rule that would give it control over essentially the entire, over all the waters of the United States. Even so, if you have a puddle on your land that forms yeah. every hundred years because right. of that one hundred year rain, right? Your your land was now would have been subject to EPA control, right? And the fact, also the fact that Donald Trump gets to appoint the, the fifth. Supreme Court justice is is huge in that in, in that regard because if Hillary had done that, that most likely the court would have upheld that vast expansion of EPA control. So here's something we learned from having Dr. Bonner Cohen on uh, the Jen and Don show talking about the EPA. Did you know that the EPA was brought into existence by executive order of Richard Milhouse Nixon? Yes. And so guess what Donald Trump can do? There may be an appropriation, so there may be some greater statutory authorization for EPA at this point. So I don't know if he could, he could just abolish it. I mean, we, don't, we would not want it to be abolished. Like you said, we want clean water. We want clean air. We don't want to go back where, you know, the uh, you, 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 you couldn't, you know, the smog. and, the, and the, So there's been great progress in States the last 20, rights. 30 years. States' rights. States can have their own version of the EPA, and the government can block grant the money to the states so the states can determine. And then you as a citizen can decide which of the 50 states you want to live in based upon the way that they handle their natural resources. Yes? Uh, uh, only partially, yes. If, if, if the environmental issue is local, then I'd say yes. But if, but if you're – now, take an example. In the times past when you were burning coal and there was, there was no – Treatment, or there was no filters, no nothing on the on that smokestack, and it was putting out sulfur dioxide and other pollutants, and those transcend beyond the boundary of the state. So I think that yes, there is a role for an EPA in in in, in protecting the environment, and I, think, and I think that's important. But what happened under the liberal control of the EPA was this vast expansion into trying to become this economic central planning agency. 
We have more, much more to talk about here, given the election results, the fallout, the ramp up of the transition team of Donald Trump. To talk about on the United Inland Empire, we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Edward R. Murrow said, a nation of sheep will beget a government of wolves. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. My name is Greg Britton and with my co-host Don Dix. And we were talking with Katie Grimes earlier about the EPA, the climate change, you know, Jerry Brown's illegal treaties with Canada. This past week, there was a global climate summit that took place in, an, of all places, Marrakesh. A luxury resort in Morocco. Yeah. And uh, we why, had... Why, why do they never have these big global warming conferences in Cleveland? Right. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe because it makes it well, easier for, us, for no. them to disguise their stuff. I don't know. I mean, imagine the carbon footprint of all these uh, jet setters flying off to Marrakesh oh, at, and five, at a five-star resort there. Rebel Media was there, and they actually asked some of the people that were there holding up signs, how did you get here? Oh, I got here via jet. How did you get to the jet? Oh, I drove my car. And they're like, well, so you use fossil fuels. And they're all like, um, well, no comment. No more comment. Well, so as a part of this event, uh, Mark Morano, who produced the movie called Climate Hustle, a lot of us went to see that earlier in the year, which documents the lies of the left in, that, that, in, that, and the political uh, reasons for this global climate change. He, he trotted off to Marrakesh to be there, and he actually uh, brought, a, brought a cardboard cutout of Donald Trump and had a message for the people uh, at the UN Climate Summit, which is there to advance climate, you know, the climate change agenda. And I'm sure they were receptive to, to, a, to a differing voice and a, and a different perspective on, the, on things. Uh, not at all. Let's play the clip. Global warming skeptics are rejoicing at Donald Trump being elected president of the United States. Yeah! He has pledged to withdraw the United States from the UN Paris Agreement. And in honor of that, today we have a copy of the UN Paris Agreement. We are going to, and helping you with your stages of grief about the, 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 the death of the UN Paris Agreement, we are going to shred a copy of the UN Paris Agreement so that you guys can move from denial, even anger, to finally acceptance of what should lie ahead with a Trump administration. 
Yeah, we sure. support. We, sorry, hold on. We support the tearing up of the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement. We stand in solidarity with President-elect Trump, and this is going to be the first step toward doing it. This is our shredding of the document. Ceremonial. The delegates here seem to be in deep denial over President-elect Trump's policies. Yes, ma'am. And at that point, the U.N. security guards come in and stop him from shredding the agreement and cart him away to climate change prison. Yes, I mean, we'll all be in climate change prison if they, if they, if they have their way. And the thing it, it is such a hoax, such a hoax. And anyone who spends a modicum of effort studying the issue can see that. Uh, just an example, they, uh, the CFACT, which uh, is Mark Morano's organization, issued a report on this. And uh, cites him a number of people, including uh, preeminent uh, physicist Freeman Dyson, who says he's 100% Democrat and I like Obama, but he took the wrong side on the climate issue and the Republicans took the right side. And this is an issue that does cost Californians actual money at the pump. It costs you money in the products that you buy, in, the, in your energy use. This uh, California is one of the only states, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, that actually has a climate exchange, right? I mean, a, a carbon exchange. There may be a few states in the, in the, in the Northwest. I'm, I'm not sure about that. But California residential electricity uh, customers pay an average of 46% above the national average for electricity. For commercial, it's 66%. For manufacturing, you might want manufacturing jobs in California, it's 90 plus percent more for electricity than the average of the rest of the country. And we know our our price at the pump is affected by a carbon tax of right, at the least somewhere, tax. somewhere around 15 cents, 20 and, cents a gallon. Right, and they hide that. So you don't get so you all these other taxes on gasoline. You can see that and you can find out how much that is. But they, they hide this cap and trade tax of about 10 to 15 cents more, as you say. So this is a, this is a potentially huge uh, issue now for us here in California and a a victory, if you will, of the Donald Trump presidency that may pay off in a, in the way of an actual dividend for us here in California in terms of saving money. Well, yeah, absolutely. And th- this report, which I encourage you to go to uh, cfact.org, that's letter cfact.org, and take a look at this. And, and I can't just really describe the, gra- the graphs as well, but it's you read the report, it's backed up, it, sh- it demonstrates the hoax of global warming. And it's amazing, you know, the, the, the prescription for global warming is, of course, to adopt the liberal political agenda of more government, higher taxes, less freedom, less free enterprise, more crony capitalism, and fewer property rights. Amazing how that works out. Well, it is. And, you know, the, uh, while we continue to celebrate the victory of Donald Trump, watching his transition process, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up in our next segment. But it is it, it is such a good It's almost like being a kid in a candy store. It's like, which bin of candy do I go to first? Which one of these bins of a Donald Trump victory do we go to his uh, potential cabinet? Do we go to his potential Supreme Court nominees? Do we go to the agencies that will get reined in? Do we go to how this has enabled us? Uh, to you know, start feeling good about being conservatives again. Um, there's so many bins to dip our hands into. I don't even know where to go to next. Well, it's going to take. He's going to need the same kind of backup he had from the grassroots to get him elected to implement all of these things. Because you, you see, I mean, the, the, the Democrats they may be throwing a tantrum at the moment, 
but they're going to get in. And like George Soros has been calling in the big liberal donors and meeting and figuring out how they're going to disrupt, stop, delay, hinder Donald Trump's efforts to make America great again. And, you know, it wouldn't shock me, Greg, remember the response to Barack, not so much to Barack Obama, but his policies, uh, you know, that that shot that was heard around the country of uh, uh, the fellow on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange that basically launched the Tea Party movement. I would imagine there's going to be some kind of a catalyst that's going to, you know, embolden the left to do sort of an anti-Tea Party movement in this country. And I think we have that to look forward to. Well, I'm sure we do. There's a great Internet meme that uh, Donald, Donald Trump is saying, you think they hate me now? Wait till I keep my promises. Let's talk about some of those policies and what we might be looking forward to in the next segment um, coming up and some of Donald Trump's appointments after this message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car if you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. Every year, Greg, in this in in the Inland Empire, we have a major event that unfolds called the Unite IE Conservative Conference. We had our third one here in 2016, and our fourth is now planned and cemented with some guests. We've actually got some guests booked for our next 2017 Conservative Conference. Right, it's going to be on Sunday, April 30th, and this is going to be right around the hundred day mark of the Trump administration. So we're going to you know, set this to really evaluate how the new president was doing. So, and that's 100 days is, is considered to be, for some reason, kind of a magic evaluation mark right. on, on, on a new president. And we have t- two outstanding speakers we've been able to arrange. And before you mention the speakers, I just want to say that is the theme of our conference. It is the 100-day uh, conservative conference, and it's being done in tandem with uh, Salem across the country is doing these 100-day conferences. And so we've aligned this conference on Sunday at the Riverside Convention Center, not this year at the Fox Performing Arts Center. Uh, we may go back next year, but right now, because we anticipate a large turnout, and, and this particular facility facilitates this conference a little bit better, but we have our first two guests uh, booked. Well, the first is a, would be a great uh, keynote speaker in and of himself, and that is uh, Larry Elder, who is now on uh, the Salem Network with a national show, uh, th- 3 to 6 our time. And he's, he's, he's spoken to our events before. He's a great speaker, and he's on Fox News all the time. So in and of himself, I mean, that would just be a, a fantastic 
speaker. He is. And I got to say, man, that guy's star is rapidly rising across the country. You mentioned him being on Fox. He is actually being uh, flown around the country to tour in various different uh, events that Salem puts on. He was part of the... Uh, uh, the debate tour that Salem did. He was part of a another tour not too long ago, Town Hall, that went across the country. And his so his star is rapidly rising. And all you got to do is listen to the comments that come in uh, to his uh, show uh, that he plays at the opening of nearly every segment to know what a great impact he's having. And he deserves it. 20 years, he's been a, a talk radio show host. Uh, he's actually the reason I listen to talk radio. Somehow I stumbled upon him back in the 90s, and I just fell in love with talk radio because of him. And in addition... Because it was on Sunday, we are in, and uh, our next speaker is a practicing Jew and does not would not work on Saturdays where we had our conferences previously. We have Dennis Prager as 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 our other great keynote speaker. And uh, if you ever heard Dennis uh, speak in person, which I have, or on the radio, which I have, uh, he's wonderful, and he brings a level of insight into things that really no one else does. He really does. Now, if you folks who are listening have some ideas about how who you'd like to hear at our conference, it can be a, a local personality, a statewide or a national figure, uh, whether political or in the media, uh, email us at radio to radio at uniteie.com. That email address, real simple, radio at uniteie.com. Email us your suggestions. As always, you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash uh, Unite IE. I'm going to double check on this because I actually don't remember the handle. I think it's Unite Inland Empire. Let's double check. Um, but there's another way that you can reach out to us, and that is uh, you can go to our website, uniteie.com, check out the many groups that are a part of the coalition, Unite IE Coalition, and show up to their meetings. You can get a list of all the meetings, the dates, where they meet, and show up there. The uh, conservatives are more effective in a group, and the groups are more effective if they're in a coalition. That's what we did with the Unite IE Coalition, and we've, we're at three years, four years now coming up on this, and uh, we've been much more effective because we've been able to interact with conservatives and activists from the various groups. The, the borders of the groups have become fuzzy. We all go to each other's meetings. We work on each other's projects, and that's all to the good. And that Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Unite Inland Empire, just as you sh- said. Mm-hmm. So you can connect with us on Facebook. You can connect with us uh, via our email. We've even got a Twitter account that you can connect with us on. And Greg... That's going to do it for another episode of the Unite Inland Empire radio program. It's great to see you. Oh, same. And, that, and that's that part of the, of the benefit of being involved is all the friendships that you've made. Oh, it is. And, you know, showing up to the various different meetings. And I got to tell you, that's where you can do a lot of your learning and networking and participating because there's so much work that's still to be done. We need conservatives to get off the couch, get involved. And, you know, we, we say the most important political office is that of private citizen. We, yeah, because act, it is. Because it is. And we actually saw that unfold real time on November 8th. That's it for Unite IE Radio this week. Tune in next week. Thank you for listening. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.